Hey everyone, and welcome to The Nostalgia Effect, the podcast where we examine movies from our childhood through the lens of adulthood. As always, I'm Amy, and we got Joe. Hello. And Johnny. Hey. Joe, you didn't interrupt me. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was, I was like waiting for it. <laughs> I was waiting when you said like the podcast where we examine uh, the podcast where we examine uh, movies from our childhood. I wanted to be like, I got my rubber glove. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are talking about Johnny's pick, Wayne's World. <laughs> Wayne's World, party time. Excellent. But yeah. before we talk about that, we're going to do something very related for talking trailers because there's not really any trailers that are coming out right now. Despite it being almost the summer movie season. It is summer movie yeah. season. But I mean, all the trailers have dropped for all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like whenever the... There's we don't like... get... We, I was going to say we don't get Christmas trailers until like September. Yeah. Well, I just feel like uh, what happens every summer is like there's all these movies that I'm really excited about. Yeah. And then as the summer's happening, I'm like, oh, but they're all really spaced out. And there's actually only like five of them. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Very true. I think, I mean, I think the next one that I'm probably the most excited for is Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. And that's Same. not until July. Yeah. yeah. And I, like, I still, I, I still haven't seen like John Wick 3. I'm, I'm behind. You are I'm behind. behind on my and you even movies. have A-list. I know, but I'm very lazy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, A-list can't help you with that. They really can't. No. No. They could. Boy. (laughs) But because there are no trailers, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite SNL sketches. Mm -hmm. Because Wayne's World started out as an SNL sketch. It It did? No, it didn't. Oh, okay. She got you. Damn it, Amy. Um, (laughs) And and I think it's also probably the best SNL sketch movie. Yeah, I mean, I would say yes in terms of like a movie. Yeah. Definitely. I I mean... You're right. It's my favorite, and it is yeah. the best. Yeah, I would say close second would be Night at the Roxbury, which mm-hmm. I personally love. Interesting. A lot of people don't like it, no. and it's fair. It's not a great movie, no. but I fucking love it. So. I, you know, for me, and I Blues don't know Brothers. if it's... Oh, yeah. See, they, Amy <laughs> knows me too well. We're probably going to have to kill you now. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> um, no, uh, for me. That's your favorite one. Yeah, well, but it's also really, really good. It is a good. Have you seen it? I have not. I've seen Blues Brothers 2000. Amy, can we put. Well, that's, it's not a bad yeah, movie. Yeah, we can put Blues Brothers on the list. I think I it might already be on the list. That might be, a, that might be part of. The, that could be a good entry in the, the new series. The new series that we're not talking about until next week. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, Blues Brothers is, I think Blues Brothers is the top. Yeah. And then Wayne's World and then Coneheads in terms of SNL movies. Because I really, I that, movie, Coneheads, that movie's yeah. very good. And considering yeah. that the sketch was really just like, oh, they're funny. And they're, they're, they they're like, funny. they don't know what's going on. Yeah. And they look mm-hmm. funny. And they're aliens. And then they made a whole movie out of it that actually really worked. That worked out. Um, I don't think I've seen Coneheads. I've seen parts of Coneheads. Yeah, I've seen parts of Coneheads too, but I may be mixing that up with the actual SNL sketches. Maybe. It is uh, also, though, uh, Bonnie and Terry Turner wrote it, and I believe they also wrote Wayne's World. It's Mm. something I need to check now. Uh, and then Amy can edit it to make She's it seem like I know what I'm talking verify about. Verify it. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not going to make it sound like you know what you're talking about because you always know what you're talking about, and I want to make it seem like you don't for once. Oh. Does he, though? I mean, I don't know. I feel like we man, give him a little I, bit too much credit. Give him a little bit too much leniency. I got a high credit limit, man. Uh, fuck you. I do, too. <laughs> fuck both of you guys. <laughs> uh, well, you're adults. Why don't you guys go buy houses with your nice credits, huh? I, 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 I can't I have buy a house. A house. Thank you. I love my house. You've been there. You've seen it. It's, it's, it's nice I can't house. buy a house not because I have good because I don't have good credits because I don't have money. Because you're poor. 
and you yes. make bad financial decisions that and bad too. life decisions. That three and right. bad eating habits. I don't. Know. I do have really terrible eating habits. Yeah, We're actually all surprised that Amy's still alive. Very true. I'm surprised most it? of all. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me make sure. Yeah, Bonnie and Terry Turner. Uh-huh. That's what those movies have in common. Very nice. Uh, so that might explain why they're both really good and really smart. And then, and then in the case of Wayne's World, you know, written by Mike Myers and them, and mm-hmm. then Conan's written by Dan Aykroyd and them, yeah, and Tom Davis. So anyway, but we're talking about sketches. Yeah, we're talking so, about SNL favorite SNL sketches. Yeah. So Johnny loves comedy. So let's hear from him last, Amy. Yeah. Okay. So Amy hates comedy. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I absolutely hate comedy. One that I I really love, and it's more for a sentiment, sentimental reason that I love it. Boo. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's because it's like one of the things that my youngest sister and I really connected over. Like we're complete opposites. She's fun. What? Yeah, my sister is a lot more fun than I am. Yeah. But there was, it was like right before Jimmy Fallon became the host of whatever, The Tonight Late Show. Night. No. Whatever he's a host of now. I don't well, no, know. No, he was the host of... Wait, oh, before that? No, it was, was like... Was he still on it SNL? Was in 20, it was in 2013. So it was like right after he took over the show that he has now. I don't know what it's called because I don't watch it. Before Seth the Meyers... The Tonight Show. Yeah, before Seth Meyers took over Late Night with Seth Meyers. You're confusing me. Okay, so it was when he... It was doesn't matter. You've got to carry the one. Okay. All right, whatever. Sorry, he was a lot on, of math. He was not on SNL anymore is what you're saying. No, he was not on SNL. Okay. He was hosting. Yeah. Justin Timberlake was either co-hosting or was the musical guest. I yeah. don't think it was either. He might have just come on because he's good friends with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Just, and Justin Timberlake played Jimmy Fallon in a Family Feud sketch, and Jimmy Fallon played what's his face from The Big Bang Theory. Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons. But he wasn't playing. Like he was. He was Jim Parsons, but he was playing more of the Sheldon character. Mm-hmm. So it was like he was Sheldon and not Jim Parsons. Mm-hmm. But Justin Timberlake does such a great want, for impression. For the record, for the record, listener, I do not watch Big Bang Theory. Nope, I really don't. Just I have, needed to clarify that. That's yeah. a, uh, I mean, that I have taste and shame. I, w- I used to watch it, but I haven't watched it in probably like five years. Sorry to interrupt, Amy. Continue. Okay. <laughs> just wanted but, to set the record straight. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, Jim Parsons is not all... Big Bang Theory. He was really great in um, Muppets, uh, the Muppet movie. Yes, and the um, Hidden Figures. He was great in Hidden Figures. Uh, yeah. Anyways, after anyways, the, getting after to that, the <laughs> thing. Getting to the point. Yes. Um, Justin Timberlake does a really great pers- impersonation of Jimmy Fallon, and the way he does it, it's like so great, so great, so like he, the way he's. That's the impersonation. That, yeah, uh-huh. he does it exactly like the way I did it because I'm such a great impersonator. Yes. But the way he was doing it, my youngest sister and I just thought it was the funniest thing back in 2013. And the also the funniest thing about that was Jimmy Fallon, which this is not hard to do, broke during it. And Justin Timberlake's in the middle of, like, doing something. I wondered what would break first. Your spirit or your body? <laughs> Jesus. But, like, Justin Timberlake's in the middle of Keenan as Steve Harvey talking to him, and then Justin just snorts and then points, and then the camera switches to Jimmy Fallon, and he's, like, bent double behind his, like, pedestal thing, just, like, laughing and breaking, and then it cuts back to Justin Timberlake, and he's laughing, and I was like, it was stupid and funny, and it's 
I watched it again and earlier. It's sentimental. And it's it's still kind of funny to it's me. It's heartwarming. Only because of the connection I have to it, but it's really it's not as funny as I think it is. <laughs> so your favorite SNL sketch is a... a not funny sketch. Not funny sketch with Jimmy Fallon and which which Justin to set the Timberlake. record straight like Joe set the record straight I am not a fan of Jimmy Fallon's All right. I don't know which I think is another reason why it was so funny to me is because I wasn't a fan of Jimmy Fallon and the fact that Justin Timberlake was just making fun of him even though they're best friends was really funny I, see. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll go next yes I was like Joe what's yours <laughs> yeah uh, I mean it's hard to narrow it down my mom raised me on a steady diet of SNL from nice. a very young age which, ex- which explains a lot about me from the 70s yeah, right? from the 70s um, and, he was a young child, and Dan Aykroyd is a hero of mine. I mean, the we know. Cast Jesus was Christ! Brilliant. How many times you got to fucking mention Dan Aykroyd until I can meet him? Okay, yeah. Man. Um, I haven't met him. I, there were like two projects that <sighs> I had a chance that was like as close as I will have yeah. ever gotten, oh, and that it sucks. didn't happen. Yeah. Um, anyway, but I, I for me, it's uh, I think a, a um, uh, torn between the Bassomatic and Mel's Char Palace, which were both like. More like Saturday Night Live car- uh, commercials. Okay. Oh, um, like their fake commercials. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the fake and commercials. And so he would do this thing, and it was it was the classic like sleazy businessman Dan Aykroyd fast uh-huh. talk thing that okay. he would later do in all of his films. Yeah. Um. And uh. And so with the Bassomatic, it's just a blender. But he's talking about like all the stuff you can put in there, and he's like, mm-hmm. with the Bassomatic, you can take this frog, you can put it in, the-. and then he like, <laughs> and like this whole fish, and he like puts yeah. all this stuff in, and it's oh, nasty, yeah. and it blends it, and then he drinks it, and it's just, and it's just. <laughs> whole thing and then he would do a similar thing with mel's char palace which was it's like mel's char palace the only place you come down here you find your own cow you pick it you choose it you stun it you kill it you cut you cook it here's mrs metal show you how it works and then it's called radner with a chainsaw just goes and so it was just it was so that was like classic acro yeah that's like classic era right that's yeah that was i mean that would have been Anywhere from, I mean, Melstrick, because you can see, like, early, early SNL, like, mm-hmm. in 75, that they were yeah. still figuring out the premise and, yeah. the, and the, the way the show would work. I mean, yeah. It had um, a different so name. So I, I, mean, I would yeah. say... Hmm? It had a different name. It was, like, Live from New York. No, Live, because it wasn't called Saturday Night Live. I think it was. It's, no, the yeah, first go-around, it, it wasn't. It was not called Saturday Night Live, because there was another show, I think it was, like, a sports show or something on ABC that was called Saturday Night Live on... Um, around that time so it's the reason why they say live from new york it's saturday night i think it was just called um fuck what was it called i know it wasn't called saturday night live though i'm looking it up right now yeah no it was it was i read something similar in the oh it it says uh, sorry it just says the show was originally called nbc's saturday night yeah that's what it was and it says because uh saturday night live was in use by saturday night live with howard cosell on the rival network ABC. Oh. After the cancellation of the Cosell show, NBC purchased the rights to the name in 1976 and officially adopted the new title on March 26, 1977. Boom. Yeah. Love being right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's interesting, too. Like, you look at the first episode and it's George Carlin's the host. Oh, yeah, I know. And a good half of the show is just him doing stand-up. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. And, and then, like, with some skits, mm-hmm. like, peppered in yeah. and... And and for a while, like Lauren Michaels wanted Albert Brooks to be like the continuing like running host, yeah. Yeah. and Albert Brooks didn't want to move to New York, and so he suggested that they just have like a rotating roster of people, which is which is great. I mean, it's great. It's just, like it yeah. kind of makes it what it and is. And then they but, had yeah. Muppets on there for a while. Yes, they did. Sex and violence. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, what's what your favorite? Oh, Funny. mine. Uh, it's it was a hard one. It's a toss up. Uh, they're both Will Ferrell ones. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Will Ferrell, definitely one of them. One of the best things to come out of Saturday Night Live ever. So it's 
I would say my favorite would have to be Harry Carey interviewing Jeff Goldblum, scientist. Mm. The um, <laughs> fuck I forget what it's like the outer space. He has a, Harry Carey has an outer space show. And he's talking about space. And he's just like, hi, I'm Harry Carey. <laughs> and he just, he just asks these most insane questions to Jeff Goldblum, who's trying so hard not to break, because he's just like, he's just, the questions he's asking are just insane. And he's just like, he's like, the moon, we know that the moon isn't made of blue cheese. And he's like, yeah, that's right, that's right. And he's like, but what if the moon was made out of barbecue spare ribs. Would you eat it then? <laughs> and he's like, what? I don't, I, don't, I don't really know what you're asking. It's a simple question, Doctor. Would you eat the moon if it was made of ribs? I know I would. <laughs> Hell, I have seconds. <laughs> he's like, and then I'd polish it off with a tall, cool Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we were talking about that earlier, and I was saying, like, my favorite bit from that is like, yeah. if you were a hot dog and you were starving, would you eat yourself? <laughs> Because it's, it's one of my favorite things, just in all comedy, really. It's just absurdism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 Harry Carey, who it was the Chicago Cubs announcer. Yes, you know. I, I know. Had, I grew up over there. Yeah, yeah, fair. But it's just like he, him hosting a science show is it's absurd it's the idea like how do you come (laughs) up with that and i love that i love that about it i love that it just gets more absurd as it goes he's like he's like i'm curious like a cat (laughs) that's why my friends call me whiskers (laughs) i don't know if you guys have anything else like any other ones well i'm like i said mr robinson's neighborhood was a really really great one we were joking about that one just uh, do you know that one amy kind of i mean i have like this coffee table book and i've skimmed through it multiple times yeah and i haven't like read it because it's a big thick book but i mean i've seen um like pictures and stuff and i mm. probably have like watched a sketch like when i first got it years yeah. ago because it's, it's great it's eddie murphy doing mm-hmm. mr Robert, mr Mo- mr rogers neighborhood but in the like inner city yeah and so in like the hood. so like he when he comes in he doesn't come in through the front door he comes in from the fire escape through the window <laughs> and uh and then like there's a knock on the door and he walks over and he goes this is how we answer the na- the door in Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. What? You know. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Mm. Very good. Well, shall Andy, we talk about this movie? Let's yeah. watch the movie. No, we want to talk about the movie first. Give oh. it a little lowdown on it. Talk okay. about our experiences. Oh, yeah. I forgot Johnny, give us a lowdown on this movie since you picked it. I did pick it. I forgot that I picked it, but I suppose I picked it. It's definitely, uh, I think I might be the one who have seen it the most out of yes. all of the three of us. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Like, this was one of those, like, uh, movies that we had on VHS, which I believe we got from McDonald's. Oh, one really? Of the, one of these, like, weird things. I don't really remember how we came about it, mm-hmm. but I just remember having the VHS tape and me and my cousins would watch it over and uh-huh. over and over again. And it keeps getting up. funnier every single time I see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so good. I mean, like, it's funny because, you know, as Wayne's World, it has a lot to do with, you know, what it's the 80s, right? Or like 1992. Early, 92. 92. So early 90s. February 14th, actually, Valentine's Day. Huh. Nice. And it had a lot to do with, like, heavy metal culture and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, rock culture, which yeah. I knew nothing about as a mm-hmm. kid. Like, that mm-hmm. was, it was totally not my scene not what i was about like nobody in my family listened to that type of music Mm -hmm. or really was in that sort of culture but it was just funny like it was the jokes were hilarious like we would quote it all the time Mm -hmm. 
it was just one of those movies that, and it stuck with me throughout like my entire life, and my cousins too. Like we oh, can yeah. always, we can always just go back and quote it, like because mm-hmm. we watched it so much as a kid, as kids, you know, just growing up. Yeah. So it's definitely like one of my all-time favorite comedies. But you know, it's it's also one of those movies that like everyone seems to like. So when I chose it, I was like, oh, maybe this isn't a good one to choose because everybody thinks it's, it's good. Yeah, right? it's, it's a classic. Also, it's, it's a classic in yeah. some sorts. But I mean, I don't know. Is it really? I mean, in terms of like... Well, that's what we're going to answer today. It's in terms of like cultural penetration. Like, mm-hmm. is it in the way that like Jaws or The Godfather mm-hmm. is considered mm-hmm. like classics? You mm-hmm. know, is, is, is Wayne's World one of them? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll yeah, find well, out. Well, we will discuss that later too. Because I haven't seen it in a really long time. Like yeah. I'm saying, I, I, I know the movie like the back of my hand. But, like, I have not watched it in, I would say, at least seven to eight years. Hmm. So it's mm. been a minute. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joe? Well, so I think probably much like you, I have been aware of this movie my entire life. I do. I, I watched it so early, I don't remember seeing it for the first time. Yeah. Because it was just yeah, always... Yeah, yeah. It, was just, mm-hmm. it was just appeared. It was yeah. just there. It, it was, was just a VHS Downloaded tape. into your mind yeah. already. Yeah, uh, I had it on VHS. Um, but that wasn't until later. Like, I bought it. I think we just kept renting it from Blockbuster. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know? Um, and my mom loved it because she, she loved Saturday Night Live. And, mm. I, and I remembered watching the sketches. Um, and the funny thing is, I've seen it many times. I can quote it. But there's jokes. I remember there were jokes that I didn't get when I was little that obviously I get definitely, now. Definitely, definitely a bunch mm-hmm. of that. And, but anytime I think about it, I always think about it through the lens of young me mm-hmm. not getting everything. And then mm-hmm. when I watch it as adult, grown-ass man me, yeah. then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is good. You know, like, so there's like, I get to enjoy it on two levels. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. But this movie is is one of my all-time favorite comedies. And, and, and I, I would humbly submit that this is one of the rare comedies where the sequel is as good as the original. If not better. Which, yeah. I mean, the sequel, mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, Such a good sequel. And oddly, for whatever reason, sometimes I get the comedy bits mixed up. Mm, like, yeah. it's like, it's is that little, from the first little, one or the second like, one? Yeah, yeah. Because they, they feel, like, consistent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Amy, how about you? Um, So, I've seen pretty much all of the Wayne's World sketches, I believe. And I think I've seen the movie. But, like... It could also be like it was on TBS or TNT mm. or something. Yes. It was just like bits and pieces, or mm. I could be mixing it up with the sketches. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how much of this I've seen. There are parts that I know I've seen, like the Queen song, like yeah. the scene with Queen. Classic. Yeah. Like that. That is just something that is in the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. That everyone. Yeah. I mean, that's what about. everybody knows the movie for. Yeah. And it's yeah. actually the first time that I ever heard Queen. Like, yeah, I it was I had no because like I said my family had no you know yeah like yeah. They didn't even watch Saturday Night Live like, yeah it was nothing it was just I don't even know I think I don't know how they got this movie like, mm-hmm. I'm saying yeah. I don't know how yeah. this movie came into my life <laughs> mm-hmm. like but but it did and and I didn't know that the song was a Queen song I just you know they they sing the song they have the they have the montage of them with the song and it wasn't until like years later I was in somebody's car and they were playing it and I was like it's the Wayne's World yeah, song yeah yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because because um, my mom was also like a big music fan, and yeah. mm-hmm. I got I was raised on a steady diet of like of Eric Clapton and the Rolling Stones mm-hmm. and Paul Simon, Tom Petty, and um, and but she didn't have any Queen tapes, mm. um, and so so Queen was just something that I would hear on the radio, yeah. and then but Wayne's World was the first time that I remembered like a song in a movie that really mattered like yeah. was important to a scene mm-hmm. and then back this was back before you could just like oh i've i'm gonna type into youtube and listen to this song mm-hmm. so it was one of the few times i was like this is a song we didn't own that i could watch 
yeah. and mm-hmm. listened to repeatedly. Yeah. Um, and and so for me too, it was kind of like my breakthrough moment with Queen. Which yeah. interestingly, Queen's kind of gone through like ebbs and flows. Like it's always mm-hmm. been good, but yeah. it's never. It's not always been yeah. like top of mind. I did read that this brought it back. Oh, yes. And that yeah. Freddie mm-hmm. got to see some clips. He didn't get mm-hmm. to see the full movie and see yeah. the renaissance of this song. Yeah. But because he passed away, but right yeah. before this movie came out. Mm-hmm. And I guess they they even like gone on records like yes, this is how we used to listen to songs like yeah. when mm-hmm. we were driving around in the car. You know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I'm excited to see it because I am a fan of Dana Carvey. Not necessarily Mike Myers as much, but... That's I, a weird statement. It I is remember, weird. I remember <laughs> when I was younger, I really loved, and this shows how much my mom didn't... Like, this is my mom. She is not a fan of Dana Carvey. Really? Yeah. But I watched Master of Disguise probably too much. As a young adult. As a young adult, not even as a child. Man. As a preteen. I don't know. When did when did Master I mean they came out early two thousands, right? Yeah. I mean he's two thousand three. You know, Dana Carvey was actually one of the one of the first comedians because uh, one of the things that he was that he did really well on Saturday Night Live was impersonations. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was actually one of the first um uh like people ever when I remembered watching him and thinking, wait a minute you can change your voice to sound like somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then I, and from that point, and I that was where like it starts? So we have, so we have Dana, Dana Carvey to thank yeah. for Joe's yeah. multitude of voices yeah. and impressions. And, and cause I was like seven years old and I started doing an impersonation of Mr. Rogers, mm. you know, cause I was can like, we hear it. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, only mainly because with the headphones on, I can only sort of hear myself. Like oh, I can't yeah. hear myself at the same time. It's really weird. Um, but I remember Dana Carvey doing like an interview talking about like when he figured out that he could do impersonations mm-hmm. of something yeah. he could do. And he said like the first thing he did was the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And so he'd like, he'd, oh, he'd, come, he'd come downstairs. I can totally see him doing a Beatles yeah. impression. And, and like in the interview, he says like, he said that he'd come down and be like, hey, mom, I'd like some pancakes, please. Mm-hmm. You know, like... <laughs> Yep. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so that's like Dana Carvey. I love Dana Carvey. Yeah. Um, I think that's fan. like the reason why I liked Master of Disguise so much yeah. was because of Dana Carvey's impressions. It's a terrible movie. Yeah. I don't remember anything of it because it's probably been since like 2003, 2004 since I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. But I remember really loving his impressions. Yeah. Like turtle, turtle. Yeah. Did you ever see? It was th- so stupid. <laughs> there was like there was an episode of Saturday Night Live where. He was because he was George W. H. W. Bush and Ross Perot, (laughs) and there was like the Republican debate, and he was like, they they digitally put everybody Mm -hmm. on there, and so he's got this like not not gonna debt, not gonna raise taxes, you know, and then like Ross Perot's like ah, well, you know, there was you know, I remember watching it just being like, wow, I would love to see him, and oh my god, um, why am I blanking on this? Uh, Vice. Christian Bale? Not Christian Bale. The um George W. Bush. Oh, Sam Rockwell? Sam Rockwell. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see like a flashback episode of SNL since like George H.W. Bush has passed away. Mm. And it'd be like Dana Carvey and Sam Rockwell doing a bit together. Like not even necessarily SNL, but like just seeing them do something together because they both have really good spot on impressions of mm-hmm. those presidents. Yeah. yeah. And Sam Rockwell is just fucking great. He is yeah. great. He's a national treasure. All right, let's watch this damn movie. Yeah. Watch the movie. And now our feature presentation. And we're back. Da 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 da. Diddle 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 diddle. 
It's like, well, yeah, what a bummer. Let's go to the super happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's do the Scooby-Doo ending. Let's do the Scooby-Doo ending. Oh, I love a Scooby-Doo okay. ending. Oh, my God. So, Mr. Withers, when I first saw him, yeah. for some... Well, I love that he's in the beginning, yeah, he's, though. He's yeah. like standing they, they, they set the, the set joke up. up. So well, yeah. And he's yeah. just like, God damn. The only reason why he's there is just to pay it off. Just, for, just yeah. at the so end. fucking. Funny. If it was like some reason, I don't know if either of you watched the live action Scooby Doo. Uh, uh, I remember written I, by I James did see Gunn. It. it was written by yes, James Gunn. Yes, it was written by James. I Gunn. did see it. I don't remember much of it. The, at the very, very beginning, um, it's not Mr. Withers. It's um, Mr. Something Else. And yeah. for some mm. reason, I got that actor and the guy who plays Mr. Withers in Wayne's World mixed up. Mm. So, and then also the drunk guy in Big Daddy, which none of none of those three actors look anything alike. <laughs> but somehow I wrote in my notes, Mr. Withers equals drunk guy from Big Daddy or villain from the beginning of Scooby-Doo. And I was like, wait, I looked him up. I'm like, none of these are the same person. <laughs> you have a very strange brain, Amy. Amy has yeah. face blindness. She actually do. doesn't know what we look like. I, yeah, I get the two of you guys mixed up all the time. Everybody does. <laughs> Anyways, Amy, since yeah. you were the person who maybe had seen had you have seen it? Um. I remember bits and pieces. Okay, so but you never seen it all the way through. I had never seen it mm. all the way through. What was your impression? I had so much fun, even though I will say <laughs> I did fall asleep wow. during one of the endings. What? But I, what? I woke up and I rewound. Usually people say that at Lord of the Rings, not. No, it was <laughs> because I was like laying in bed and I was kind of tired. Uh, it was like late at night, so yeah, I like I, I woke I like woke myself up and I rewound the three minutes I had fallen asleep through, and it was yeah. no big deal. But I had yeah. fun. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I forgot that Rob Lowe was in All this. right, everybody. That's it. It holds up. <laughs> that's it. It holds up. I mean, it does hold up. You know what I didn't? What uh, I haven't seen in a while. And I, I, I like, I remember, I know this movie, like, yeah. you know, like, really well. Yeah. And I know all the comedy bits, and I'm like, the comedy bits have always been funny to me. Mm-hmm. What I never paid attention to was how well this movie is directed. Yes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and how well, not only is just, just well directed, but how that direction serves the comedy. Yes. Yeah. How much it like it's so good. Like mm-hmm. the bit, uh, the bit where there's so many good bits. Yeah. It's just just direction, like yeah. just mm-hmm. the way that the like when they first go into the coffee shop or the the Makita's donut donuts, Makita's yeah. donuts, and then the camera pulls away to Ed O'Neill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, and he's yeah. like, he's like, why is it when you kill a man in the heat of battle, it's called heroic, but if you kill him in the heat of passion. It's murder. Yeah. Ed O'Neill is so great in this. He's so, so intense. I'm so intense. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, hey, what are you doing? Only Garth and I get to yeah, talk to the time. camera. Yeah. The on. fact that it's, it breaks the fourth wall yeah. and it's like, it's just Immediately, this, too. Immediately, yeah. it's like, like well, when, when he's talking about like mopping up Hurl and Lung Butter yeah. at the yeah. Mall of America. That first, that first part where he's like walking through his house and talking yeah. to the camera, yeah. I was like, this feels like I'm watching Ferris Bueller. Mm. Like, I got very, like, big Ferris Bueller vibes off of yeah. it. Yeah. Like, that came out, like, big four Ferris years Bueller before. Big Ferris Bueller energy. Yeah. Yeah. Big Ferris Bueller energy. <laughs> Joe, with the pop culture references. Look at that. That's, like, I'm, I'm not the even, like, six The dated pop months. culture references. Is it six, am I six no. months behind on that one? A little bit, yeah. yeah. BDE is a big thing right now. People not are, right now. People are still, people still. I'm just saying, that. the moment has passed. Has passed. Yeah. And it was, that's, like, six months and ago. And that's usually when it filters down to me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or like four years later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Joe, you and pop other. culture references are like the Midwest and technology <laughs> hey. and fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> and coming full circle with that, though, I did that on purpose. Segway. Yep. Segway. Even though this was filmed in Los Angeles, yeah, I got a super Midwest vibe from it. Like they go, they go past a White Castle, and yeah. I'm just like, goddamn. White Castle? That is like the quintessential Midwest chain. So I'm figuring, so that bit where they're, where they're literally going through what I 
believe are probably like landmarks in Chicago, Chicago yeah. are uh, I'm sure that was second unit. Mm. You know. Um. Well, I did read in the fun facts section of IMDb that the bank that they fade out from is actually a Los Angeles bank. It's like they just put a sign. Oh up yeah, above yeah, the thing. yeah. But well, a lot of it was filmed uh, in and around the valley and in a place called Cerritos, which is actually where my grandma used to. Cerritos live. Auto mm. Square. Yeah. And there was and there was a there was a bit where I was jingle. watching it. And I was like, oh shit, because I like I recognize yeah. some of it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But like the bar that they like, there's a bar that they drive past, and it yeah. had like the it says like Chicago's and then something Chicago Joe's or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. I was like that. That is something that you would see. Like I drive past something like that yeah. um, when I'm visiting my grandparents in Southern mm-hmm. Indiana. There's a bunch of bars and stuff like that. Yeah. But. Yeah, like the like when they go to Gasworks, mm-hmm. that feels very Chicago to me. Yeah, big warehouse. Um, and Cassandra's apartment, like mm. her studio, seem yeah. it, it's it's very yeah. like that's what I would feel like a Chicago apartment would be like. Yeah, yeah. So going back to what you were saying about the yeah. direction, because the direction's really good, and and I think it's paired really nicely with uh, this writing that allows the script to have these small little vignettes that are funny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without feeling like you need to check your watch and wondering where the film's going. Yeah, like, like, yeah. like Paul Feig's work, you know, yeah. where it was like Shots these, fired. Yeah, right? <laughs> Joe come, really doesn't come like at you. <laughs> coming at you, Paul. Because yeah. um, he jacked his style, started wearing suits. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah, Joe was wearing suits first. I was. Paul, Paul Tompkins Feig. was before you. Yeah, but Paul. Tompkins Nobody's before me, Amy. So he's God. Yeah. Um. Paul, <laughs> talk to Paul Tompkins about that. That's why I rest every seventh day. <laughs> um, but um. But also. But so the. But the movie has a very strong story mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. just makes time for the like the, the little, little like jokes. foxy woman yeah. scene. Uh, yeah, which is so yeah. great. So um, actually, I think this movie might have been. I don't think it was the first time I'd heard Hendrix, but once again, it was like the first time. It I was, was definitely the hear, first time I heard Hendrix. Yeah, I, I, because I'm saying like I had no. I mean, my family is not from this country. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, I have no previous experience to rock and roll music. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially that kind. Especially that kind of rock yeah. and roll music. Yeah. So like, this was my first, and I didn't know any. I didn't know that mm-hmm. Fatsu was was uh, Jimi Hendrix until later. And then yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. from Wayne's World. Yeah. 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 It, it might have been the first time I heard it. I just can't believe my mom wouldn't have. But I don't think she yeah. had any Jimi Hendrix tapes is the yeah. thing. Like, yeah. I think she had a lot of records and then we didn't have a record player. And so it was whatever she had on tape. Yeah. And then whatever the radio would play. But you're right in that it does allow, I mean, because it's, you know, it's a story about him making, you know, it's the skit. They're making a yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, but it just, it like, just allows it to go so many places. The, uh, the not selling out bit. Like yeah. The, the, yeah. 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 That, 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 that's classic. It's so good. Classic. It's so I remembered good. that. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, but that's I think another, that's also like. That's another. I that's would a, say. Com- the, like a great comedy bit that people reference a yeah. lot. Yeah. It's. I would think it's the most famous of that movie. Second most after the Queen bit. The Queen bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree Definitely. with that. Uh, but with the direction too. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you noticed it was directed by Penelope, Penelope Spears. Spears. Yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, I didn't know. I know that. Now, especially yeah. since we worked on some Penelope Spears yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, Quick point for Shout Factory, Decline of Western Civilization. Box Parts set. 1, 2, and 3. Dudes, and also Suburbia. 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 Yeah. 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 Most recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting because, like, her work isn't comedic. Like, her work is... Decline 2 is. Decline, Decline 2, 2 is, is a funny. little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not her... It's not her direction. It's no. more just the people that she's following. A, a little bit, because apparently that that scene with Ozzy. I know that that. Yeah. I mean that, but that that was yeah. Kind of you would kind of think that that was fake. That scene. Yeah. yeah. If if there's you, no way they'd be you'd be yeah, tracking somebody's tracking, hands yeah, in an yeah. interview. But her her directing in this like yeah. helps. It just yeah. It allows you said it allows for the comedy even the little bits to yeah 
to live there and to propel the story yeah. along also. And but a lot of the reason why she was brought on to it was because of, of decline mm-hmm. at one and two. And because she brought like that air of authenticity uh, from the music world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can see that. Oh yeah. And you can see that like everybody genuinely is in love with the music that mm-hmm. they're, that is being referenced in the movie. It's not just there just because. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was a big part. And that culture yeah. that sort of the, the yeah. metal culture. And I mean, I know like Mike Myers, fought really super For hard to get song. Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. Yeah. in that cause that scene specifically because mm-hmm. uh, they didn't want to no they wanted I it. think like an ACDC song yeah they wanted something cheaper I guess yeah, yeah. yeah. and like he was right yeah because it it fucking works it's so good it's so well you know he ended up banning penelope spears though from directing the second one really oh really Mm -hmm. is that why he hated her like he hated working with her and he Mm. hated this film at least that's what it says in the imdb fun facts really Mm -hmm. i wonder if he was any happier with the second one but he's also like the second one's also very good the second one's also very good but i'm just wondering like but they feel they feel very similar. They so do. I wonder yeah. if, like, if he wasn't happy with this one, I wonder how happy it, he was with the second one. Yeah, yeah. I don't, maybe Penelope Spears has gone on record saying that she thought that Myers was really hard to work with, like a notoriously difficult actor to work with. He does have that reputation. Yeah. He and Dana Carvey had a falling out uh, some years for some some years, mm-hmm. uh, and only just like recently mended. Really? Yeah, mended their relationship. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I, I've heard I've heard a lot of things about Mike yeah. Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, Along those lines. Which is crazy, because how could he not like this film? It's so good. Like, what was his vision of it that yeah. didn't come to pass? Yeah. You yeah. know? Because yeah. this film, I mean, it's, it, like we said, it's a classic. It holds up. Like, it's yeah. fucking, what is it? It came out in 92? So 92. Yeah, 92. It's like, well, I'm not good at math, but it's at least 20 years Well, old, take right? your age minus two. So 26. So almost 30. Yeah. The thing about this movie, too, is... Um, that there there are some references that are a little a little dated. Yeah, yeah like, I, I put Grey Poupon is so dated. Oh, I was gonna ask you guys that, if you I knew no, what that was. Okay, the first I time... watched I Love the Eighties so much, Joe. No. But I remember watching that commercial. Like yeah. I remember seeing that commercial no. on air. I I watched this movie. That was one of the jokes that I just never got. And we yeah. always we laughed because they're laughing, but we yeah. never got it. Yeah, well, and it also, wasn't Grey until... Poupon is a funny sounding word. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't until like much later, like the invention of YouTube, that I looked yeah. up the commercial of like what the hell this thing and i'm yeah. like oh i get it yeah now. i got it because i lo- i watched vh1s yeah, I, love I love the, the 70s whatever's. 80s and 90s religiously but yeah i i understood that reference but it is very dated so if somebody like yeah uh like a gin wire were to watch this movie for the first time now they'd be like what the hell are they talking about probably even like that terminator reference the terminator oh. reference the star trek reference robert patrick you know have you oh, yeah, seen yeah, this boy it's terminator like, oh. too. Yeah. yeah, and this is so uh, great. It's such, but it's but so yeah, good. there's there's that. There's the Star Trek reference. There's there's yeah. two Star Trek references. Mm, yeah, I much have like that. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have I have them on here. I was going to quiz you well, about those well, references because Garth, Garth is whistling the original Star Trek <laughs> yeah. tune when they're laying on the car. But you know, it was funny too. Is and it's funny because this would be uh, two years roughly before Next Generation would end. So Next Generation was already like a force on television. Mm-hmm. It had mm-hmm. been around f- since 87, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? So it's kind of funny that it was, it, it kind of feels like according to this movie and, and the world, I guess in general, that it was still like playing catch up. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, but, uh, uh, <laughs> it's, God, that's just funny. it's, it is so funny, but it's, but it, it so there's, there's, there's these dated references, but it's, it kind of feels like, um, well, and then actually there's another, there's another thing. There's an undercurrent of like music, um, 
like music culture, not just listening, but playing, mm-hmm. you know, especially like when, when, uh, they're looking at the, the Stratocaster yeah. and they said, I think it's like 1960 Stratocaster with three single coil pickups and a whammy right, bar. A whammy bar. Yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, it's like, if you know Stratocasters, it's not a big deal. They all have three single coil pickups and then maybe they have a whammy bar. Maybe they don't, but it's easy to put one on, Yeah, you know? So it's like, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she says like, she'd, uh, she'd shave down the nut and take out the low E and all mm-hmm. this stuff and it's take the buzz out of the low E. And it's like, well, yeah, they do buzz, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, and those are jokes that I didn't get when I saw it yeah. when I was little, but I'm a guitar player now. So you're just like, and so I'm just like, yeah. You know, but but there's that bit when he takes it out of the case yeah. and he starts playing. And then and he's, he's like, like no, "No stairway, no stairway." I yeah. love that. And it's, and it's so great. Yeah. But it was like another joke when I was little. I didn't get, and I'm not sure that yeah. Gen Wires now would get. No. no, I didn't get that. But I only the only time the only reason I ended up getting it because yeah. I was looking at the fun facts and it, that song was actually banned from music shops in the UK. Yeah, well, and not only that, but if you've ever if you've ever gone to like a guitar center or something mm-hmm. like that, That's there all are a people bunch play. of well, it's not it's not necessarily stairway, but it's just a bunch of people making a lot of fucking noise and yeah. most yeah. of them cannot play and it is i don't know how people actually work at a guitar center <laughs> which mm-hmm. i think that's funny when um wayne goes oh i'll play the the can i help you riff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he's like oh no um, can i help you riff yeah <laughs> can, <laughs> can i help you <laughs> so well and then and then and then and then in that same scene it's funny when like garth's playing the drums oh, yeah. which is actually dana carvey playing the drums i was gonna bring yeah. it up for 36 carvey seconds can, yeah. can really play the drums and he actually played as garth with you two like live uh, on stage no once. Way. and there's no there's way. a video of it i'm sure online yeah. um but it's like they called him up there and he's and he's he's doing it he's keeping up and it's just really but it's crazy to see you two and Dana Carvey as Garth, as Garth playing the drums. Fucking hilarious. On stage. It's like, that's so cool. Can we also take a moment to appreciate just how great Garth is yeah. as a character? Oh, he yeah. became my favorite character. Well, he's, I love how socially, like, you notice yeah. he never shakes hands. No. He, he avoids like, eye contact. Which I'm like, me. Yeah. I'm yeah. Garth. And, and it's, it's just like the, you know, like, your name is pronounced Algar, right? Okay. Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, Every scene where he sees the dream woman, yeah, and he's like, he goes, "Oh, I slipped." <laughs> I slipped. Uh, I do, but you do of... know. Hold on, sorry. I, go, go. I, sorry to interrupt you, but dream woman. Do you know who she's married to? Who is she married to? Dan Aykroyd. For since nineteen eighty three, she's been married. The the woman who plays her, Donna Dixon, has That's been Donna married. Donna Dixon has been married to Dan Aykroyd since nineteen eighty three. I didn't realize that was her. I know I know Donna Dixon, but I didn't realize that was her. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Oh wow! Wow! Making discoveries. Look at that. that. I knew something Joe didn't know about. T- about Dan Aykroyd, no <laughs> exactly. less. What? I had no idea that was Donna wow. Dixon. That's crazy. Um, but it's just, it's like, you know, people like, what, there's something, somebody says something to Garth and he's just like, thank you. Thank you. Well, because he, he's like, the guy's like, I love you, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love you well, too. He's like, yeah. no, no, I love you. you. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Garth, man, he's got something to tell you. He's like, I love you, man. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think this movie cements my love for Dana Carvey. For, yeah. he's, he's really great in it. He's so good, and then and it's uh, and like the just the just the character work of of like his room when we see it, and he's yeah. got mm-hmm. like the Freddy uh, like claw glove yeah. and a little star, Mister Spock, and he's like and, hacker. He's like and, a yeah. 19, yeah. Like early nineties. Like, and he bumps and they back to Satcom ninety six seven, and it's, it's almost too easy. Yeah. And they keep playing the Mission Impossible theme. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, oh. It's so or like. He disarms them with a flashlight. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah. if, if Benjamin was an ice cream, he'd be pralines and dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> he strips the batteries. He's like, it's okay. When they're like trying to go down, he's like, guys, I fell, I fell on my, my keys. keys. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which, I don't know if you've ever actually fallen on your keys, but that shit hurts. <laughs> I stab myself with my keys multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Because yeah. as a woman, you, you yeah. put your keys between your fingers and you walk like yeah, that. Yeah, well, I'm saying, because yeah. like, you don't put your keys in your pockets. Yeah. Because you no. have, like, other stuff yeah. to carry. Mm-hmm. So, like, we have to put our keys in our pockets. And I have fallen on my key, on my keys like like this, and it fucking hurts. And that, every time I've I think, an, I've had an earring fucking, in my pocket and fallen on it. Yeah, oh. no, not good. No, but, oh god, it, it's, it's so many like the bits are hilarious. The bits with Alice Cooper. Oh, oh yeah, Alice Cooper amazing. is that way too. Yeah, like, he's yeah. super. But you know, he only no. thought he was going to be there to perform a song and have one line. Oh really? And then he had to memorize that monologue the day of. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. But I'm like, but it was like, I mean, Alice Cooper is Millie Walke, which is Algonquin for, for the, the good, good land. land. This guy know how to party or what? Uh, also, small but great cameo, Chris Farley. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's like he's coming back through Chicago. He's <laughs> doing like, he's like, wow. That security guard, you really knew a lot, a lot of, of information. helpful information. Yeah, and then later when they're like, they're getting ready to like hack into Mr. Big's TV, <laughs> yeah. and he's like. I forget exactly what Wayne says, but he's like, and we knew all that information earlier. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just how, like, meta and, like, it's it's fucking amazing. Or, like, even, like, the Oscar clip thing at the bottom. Yeah. It's like, and I never yeah. learned to read. Scene. And, and then like, he looks actually, like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> sex scene, yeah. Uh. Like, those bits, like, that kind of, like, comedy kind of went over my head as a kid. Like, yeah. gratuitous yeah. sex scene. like when the, the Oscar clip thing, yeah, I didn't Oscar really bit, get like, I, didn't, I, was I didn't get it either. Yeah. But I knew it was funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I knew it was funny. And then later, like, you know, as I grew up watching it, I was like, that's yeah. fucking genius. It is. It's kind of like Annie Hall a little bit, if you've yeah. seen Annie Hall. Oh, yeah. you know, like, I love Annie Hall. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you know, the, like, the scene where they're having the conversation, the conversation with the subtitles with, yeah, are saying sub- different things. Uh, and, like, that yeah. kind of reminded me when he says, like, the one phrase in Cantonese, yeah, in Cantonese and then it just, yeah. keeps, it just going, keeps going. You know? It's so good. I did wonder if his accent was any good, though. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, oh, there's one more thing I want to talk about with Garth. I have a yeah. bunch of fun facts about Garth, but we can get to those later. Cool. Um, there's this little tiny bit where they're all drinking coffee, but Garth has... A jelly the jelly donut, donut and he's yeah. like slipping the straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god! And it makes a little slurping noise. Yeah, like, yeah. Or like, or like when they're when they're at uh, um, uh, Rob Lowe's apartment and they all yeah. like cheers, but oh, yeah. Garth doesn't, doesn't have anything. anything and he, he just, just like yeah. to oh, cheers. I and then love just, that. Which I, I I felt I felt for him there. Yeah. Um, I another bit that I always love, and we me and my cousins used to say this all the time because we'd play in the streets, and so they're playing when they're playing the street. Car game on. Fucking. All the time, oh, every single time. <laughs> and you know, speaking of that scene, I read in the fun facts that they had an on the trailer surprise. Somehow, this is before the age of MCU. They had an alternate scene where she runs into the car with her bike. In the trailer, she runs into the car on rollerblades. Interesting. Well, that yeah. is interesting. Uh, rollerblades are fun. hilarious. Oh yeah, she's great. Yeah. It's like psycho hosebeast. Yeah, it's like, I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns. guns that would to... take an entire rack. You know yeah. what am I gonna and do? And they're on the roof, and with... she goes, she goes, watch out, and just pushes the guy. Who's yeah, like, yeah. No. <laughs> and I, you know, it's funny because I, I still to this day, when somebody gives me something, I go, if it's got, if it's a severed head, I'm, I'm going to be very upset. upset. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, it just made me think like it was seven before seven. What's in the box? It's so good. And the gun rack thing though, I was I thought you guys were gonna be like, it's such a Midwest thing that she gives him a gun rack. Yeah, it's it like, is. Yeah. 
I can see it. It's I don't just, own a so gun. Funny. I don't yeah. own a gun, let alone many guns. Um, <laughs> so fucking funny. Did you guys get the uh, catch the the meatloaf cameo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because I wanted to watch this with Sarah because I don't think she's either she's seen it and doesn't remember it, or uh-huh. like you, Amy, mm-hmm. has seen bits of it yeah. but not the whole thing right. all the way through. Yeah. Um, and meatloaf is not only her favorite singer but also one of her favorite foods. And so, <laughs> and I, and I, how and long I, have you been waiting uh, to make uh, that show? Yeah. show? Oh. <laughs> the day we picked this movie out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh you know i was uh i was watching it without her because she was oh, yeah. like because i had to watch it, it was, like, uh, i had the time to you know yeah. and, and so like we watched it without her and then i saw meatloaf and i was like god damn it this has been like the whole like i could well I, joe you know what that means you just get to watch it all over again it's true boom um but yeah but like like garth's dog and he looks and like he's him. Got, he's got yeah. the little, yeah, he's got the, yeah. the, like the little, uh, yeah. the um, the little cuffling things yeah. as well. And then he's like, so "What? Aliens have kidnapped Wayne? Oh, oh Wayne's outside. outside. Oh, I misunderstood. <laughs> Wayne's outside. He's like, it's okay, girl. And I, like, I thought it was so funny that she looks like Garth, but he calls her. It's a, it's a girl, not. Yeah. I just thought yeah. that was really funny. Well, wait until you see the sequel. Mm. Oh well, sequel. Maybe we should add that to the list. Very I have, good. I know, I have not seen the sequel. The sequel's great. Oh, it's so good. It's got Christopher Walken. It does. Well, there we go. We oh, got to see it now. It's, yeah. Oh, it's so great. Uh, my my DVD that I have. Yeah. I don't know if yours is this way, mm. um, but the menu is actually like the TV Guide channel. And oh, so really? it's like so like you put it in and you know it says like you know paramount or whatever and then there's like snow and static and then you see like on the lower right hand corner there's like the green channel numbers like mm-hmm. cycling through yeah and then it gets to the tv guy channel and it's like aurora chicago cable oh, nice. access network thing and and then uh and then it says and it doesn't say just like play movie it says like wayne's world uh, and then like you click on that cool. and, but then there's other things oh, really? <clears throat> there's um there's like a jazzercise thing mm-hmm. and uh an episode of the brady bunch and something else and it's just and like you can click on it mm-hmm. and you'll get like a 30 second thing oh, from no that. Way. Wow. Yeah. Cool. And it's really, and so I was like watching that. I was like, I totally forgot about Do you this. have the Blu-ray or no, a DVD? No, it's a DVD. Yeah, because yeah. he has the double feature and that's what I watched it on. Yeah. And it's just like a bulletin board and it's got like an Alice Cooper poster for like scene selection. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. 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 It's really, it's like a great menu. And at first it started, I totally forgotten that it did this and I was like, where's play? What do I mean? Um, uh, oh, fun fact for you, Amy. Yes. I got a fun fact. So when Benjamin offers them $5,000 mm-hmm. for the show, yeah. I did the calculation. I was going to ask, how yeah. much is it? $9,107.20. That's not bad. For the entire show? Well, for, I mean, I don't know if it's just like for the entire show and I guess then also they would then get appearance fees on top of that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. But it's like, but I was like, you know, $5,000 is a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. But when they're like, we got, got $5,000. $5, we got $5,000. I love their dances. They're uh, yeah. walking into the gas works. Yeah. It's like, and so, Wayne's like wiggling his butt. It's like yeah. sitting out. I'm just like, oh. Um, but I was like, it's like, that's a lot of money, but I don't know, but it's like $10,000 is a shit ton of money. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, which is basically amount. what that was. Yeah. For them, he was like living in his parents. That's how much money I had when I moved out here. Yeah. And that went away real quick. Yeah. I'm wondering how old do we think Wayne is? That's what I, I did think yeah, of that when I was like, I was like he's got to be like no he's got to be like late twenties mid twenties yeah because I mean, he says that I live with my parents so they're both you know yeah, bogus awkward and bogus and sad you know so it's like it's but it's not so bad yeah, yeah. that it's like weird yeah. and how same old, with Garth how old was Mike Myers when he shot this when he um this movie? so this was they probably shot it in ninety one mm-hmm. yeah and Mike Myers was born in sixty three. So if we want to do the math really quick, 
Well, six seed and 90 would be 30, minus three is 27? Eight. 28. Okay, so yeah. So, I would say it's probably the same character, same age as the character. About, yeah. Because yeah. that would, would be sad. So, he'd yeah. be about our age right now. Yeah. yeah. So, if yeah. you guys are still living with your parents, that would be sad. Yeah. Bogus and sad. I know. I do love hey, like, I was living with my parents up until two years ago, so. I do love that he's like, I've, I have an extension collection, collection of, of name tags and hairnets. <laughs> oh, so yes. good. See, I think that's the part where I was like, for some reason, that's the part that got me. I was like, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because he's like, yeah. Because he's like talking on the camera. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got used to it more and it didn't feel like Ferris Bueller as it went on Mm -hmm. because more characters were talking to the camera like Ed O'Neill and Garth but yeah Yeah. also I do want to point out that the actress who plays Cassandra do you know yeah she was the voice of Nani and Lilo and Stitch Mm -hmm. and I was shocked to find that out oh really she's in a bunch of stuff yeah a ton of stuff True Lies no True Lies she was in True Lies yeah Mm, smoking good smoking yeah. She is very hot in this movie. Oh yeah, this that, was like her mm. big, I think, big break. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. So I don't know that she hadn't been in anything else, but this was like the big I, thing for I her. I love when she, the faces that she's making during the music video oh, with, yeah. the, with the snake. She's just like, dude, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. I, like, I think the snake fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We both she, know there is no film in this camera. <laughs> that broke my heart, and I felt like your spirit was breaking as I was oh, watching it, God. Joe. Just watching all of that film get exposed. Man. And one oh, one so time in funny. film school, because we, we we shot an actual film. Yeah, in well, film I, school. I yeah. took a um, like an actual film like photography class. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually spent an entire summer learning film photography. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's kind of that. rare. Like developing film. our own photos. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. I did fun. that too in it's high school. A lot of it's fun. amazing. Yeah. yeah, but we we. Uh, uh, on one of the shoots, because we had to f- practice like loading the film into the, the camera in the bag, you know, mm-hmm. do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one of the guys had rented a 16 millimeter camera because it was like super 16 and really mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it had this thing called a collapsible spindle. And so what happened was it's when it was when it's taking out of the bag, the spindle collapsed and the thing just unraveled <gasps> and, and, oh, it was, and turned into this like no. tangled brain of film. And then, uh, and then there were like light leaks in the bag as well. Oh, no. And this was like, oh, and it's like, man, you should have just gone with the, the school stuff like this. <laughs> and so, so like, uh, so then they took the film, the film changing bag to like directly to Photochem, and then they took it out and they had to like un unfuck this bag of snakes, you know? Mm. And then, uh, and then there were like, there was like light damage issues and stuff like that. Some of the film was totally lost. Um, and so he had to like edit around it for his project and it still worked, but it was so, it was, I just remember thinking like, cause everybody else until that point, we'd all been fine. Yeah. yeah. We'd had no problems whatsoever. Right. And then that happened. I've never. And so that's actually what that reminded yeah, me of. Yeah, I've never had any, like, besides the photography class I yeah. took, like, when I was in middle school, I've never had, like, any interaction with film except for the 35 millimeter camera that Beck's Loser music video was shot on. Mm. Because that's my professor directed his music mm. video. Nice. Or he was a cinematographer for it. But, yeah. Like, that, like. Even watching that, I was just like, oh my god. I love that scene. It's so fucking funny. Because, like, I've destroyed an entire roll of film on accident. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, and that wasn't even when I was taking a photography class. It was when I was winding film for my mom. Oh. 
I was just like, oh my god, the heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. Amy, you got some fun facts? I do have some fun facts. They are all Dana Carvey slash Garth related. <laughs> all right. <laughs> because I love him so much. <laughs> Dana Carvey did not learn the lyrics to Bohemian Rhapsody. So if you look, I know. Oh, you know, yeah. he's yeah, just like, mouthing yeah. the words and he hated those takes, but they oh, still really? used them. I thought, those were, I thought that was an acting choice. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I was Same. like, I mean, it, it seems like Garth. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, it seems totally fine. Like he probably loves the music, but doesn't know the lyrics and is so awkward about it and yeah. so he's just gonna pretend because he's with his friends who do know the lyrics yeah and you if you're gonna spew spew into this and speaking of that guy i forgot i forgot his name but the whole bohemian rhapsody scene shows that queen can make anybody feel better because that guy looks uh, yeah. like drunk and sick the entire time but he's during the queen out. scene he's yeah, like he's out. <laughs> yeah. yeah well but then he's also like let me go yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, no. it's so good i love so that good. bit um Along with that scene, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey hurt their necks while uh-huh. headbanging. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see like later that they're just like barely moving mm-hmm. to not hurt themselves. Yeah. That's funny. Um, and then the airplane scene, um, they were like the whole scene was outlived because it was the last scene that they shot after like a thirty five day sh- thirty four day shoot. So mm. like everything was ad libbed. And while they were waiting for a plane, Dana Carvey asks or he ad libs the Bugs Bunny. In that is full disclosure, I did find Bugs Bunny attractive when he played a girl bunny. He played a girl bunny. Because, I mean, he's very close to Lola Bunny looking. Yeah. I mean, nah. Lola Bunny's got that sex appeal. She, right? she She's does. She's sexy. But she the does. laugh that Mike Myers has after yeah. that. Yeah, it's it genuine. Was, it, was, it was not from that question. Oh, really? It was a, he had a fake laugh to the answer to that question, like, during that yeah. scene. So they edited a t- like a laugh from something Dana Carvey had said before that yeah. into after. Because it does feel genuine. It yeah. does feel like yeah. two friends just hanging out. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, and ultimately what that movie is. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I but, love a bit when he's like, you left me on stage. No, when he's like, when he leaves, he leaves the show. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he's yeah. like, they're looking at him. He's like, you ever see that scene in Scam? <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> oh man! That, everything that they just, like to like whenever I think of Delaware, I think of this movie. It's like, hey, yeah, we're, I'm in in Delaware. we're in Delaware. <laughs> it's just like, and but, also uh, what we were talking about before. It's like it's like we're looking down on Wayne's basement, but that's not Wayne's oh, basement. That's not Wayne's basement. Isn't that weird? It's like, yeah, and Garth, that was a haiku. All right, and then like high everyone's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But. That's all my facts. Uh, I gotta say, you know, there's something nostalgic specifically about this movie because of all of the old commercials that it cycles through. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, like the, the Clapper the, and, oh, yeah. and the, the like Empire Carpets commercial. Yeah, that's so specific. It's that so I'm just specific. Like, yeah. Fuck, yeah. I remember those commercials. And uh, and then um, the, there were some other things. The, uh, and then like the... The Chia the, Pets. The Chia, Chia pet, Pets. Which when I was little, I desperately... I think, I think I've mentioned this before. I desperately wanted one when Chia I was pets. little. Creeped me out because was, of the where the the chia grew out of it. It had, could grow out of anything. I mean, it, there's yeah. holes in the the oh just like holes. holes the holes yeah. yeah. Um, it, she's, just, she's actually making a face just thinking about the holes. Yeah. Yeah. Think about um, the it made me in. itchy last night watching that. Oh. I was like, can you flip back to the clapper? Yeah. Um, and but then also like the the new you know, little yeah, yellow the, different. different. Which is do you do you guys remember that commercial? Uh, nope. No. That was I didn't a, even know what that was. Yeah, I, I was. I knew it was a commercial because they switched to the yeah the, to black, the, and the white. black and white with yeah. the yellow. So I'm like, okay, they're they're spoofing a commercial. I've never seen yeah. this commercial, but yeah. I I could piece it together. That was that's, what uh, the that's exactly was. how those original commercials were yeah. too, and that was the tagline: little yellow different. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and it was for headaches, I think. Yeah. Uh, but well, uh, yeah, I was just like, it is that aspirin or something? 
I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think it's around anymore. Yeah. Um, I think that's why I like, I never heard of it. I mean, I could probably text my sister and be like, Hey, what's this? But um, she probably wouldn't even know. Wait, I'm, I'm looking it up now. Uh, so it's Advil. Oh wait. Uh, so Nuprin is actually essentially, uh, it's a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. So it's ibuprofen. Mm. Um, oh. and, uh, yeah, I mean, these commercials were from 86 and 87, but they, you know, things didn't, the cycles didn't turn over as fast. So no. I remember those commercials. Oh, I mean, they so. were in the Midwest, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I guess Newprint still technically exists. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess I have a bottle of it in my purse, but it's yeah. just basic ibuprofen. Mm. Huh. Somebody else we did not talk about, and yeah, I want to so, talk about a little bit after yeah. you're finished with that, Joe, is Rob Blow. Okay, let's, let's, let's talk about because a man who is still that fucking handsome God, almost like, 30 what, years later. What the hell does he drink? Like, well, what is in his water? He was super coked out making that movie. Well, yeah. he was, he was this taking was his, like, heavy, response heavy to make drugs. him better, like, to, like, reverse what happened with, like, the scandal with his sex tape. Right. Mm. But it was so weird for me because, like, what I know Rob Lowe for the most, at least recently, Parks and Rec. is Parks and Rec. Yeah. So it was so weird to see like see scummy a, Rob Lowe as like a versus slimy yeah, bag. yeah. Versus, but he's so good. He's I know so he's good. so he's so good though. I just love Rob Lowe, and he's such and he's such a you know that bit where he's like, "You sound like you're from Kellum Bay." Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "This guy's good." And when yeah. he like he this guy's in, like, really a good. Perfect yeah. Cantonese accent. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I and then it. and then it's like. You know when, when Garth's going through his house yeah. and he's like, ribbed, ribbed for, for her, her pleasure. pleasure. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, and then I just love it. It's like he looks through his, his agenda, his planner, yeah. buy a local cable access show and, and exploit, exploit it. Them. Oh, I feel bad. I hate to be those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, so good. Um, so many good I, I know him. I know him mostly from this mm-hmm. and, and the, uh, West the West Wing. Wing. Yeah. And West Wing, he plays a character called Sam Seaborn, who is both, he's very smart, but simple. Uh, but I did find a thing that says, Nuprin, does it still exist? And uh, the answer it says is here. Yes. Um, Technically, yes. It, it, I mean, yeah, it, I guess it does. It says it's uh, used to relieve mild, moderate pain from headache, menstrual periods, muscle ache, common cold, toothache, or backache. I mean, it's, it's ibuprofen. Well, I mean, yeah. that's what I take ibuprofen for. Yeah. All of that stuff. Yeah. All of it. So. Do we have any alternate castings? I did not have any alternate oh. castings. Well, Besides be. the fact that Penelope Spears didn't do the, yeah, the second one. You know, something I do wonder about is I know this was this had a script and it was written, but mm-hmm. how much of it besides that airplane, like the scene at the airport, was improvised? Improvised. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. That's a good question. Because both, I think both Dana Carvey and. Mike Myers come from improv roots, right? They do. Yeah. Uh, Second City. Um, both Second of them. City, yeah. yeah. Right? And, and you know, obviously Mike Myers is Canadian, so he came yeah. through, like, north of Second City. All that. Yeah. All yeah. that Canadian goodness. Yes. But the thing is, there's so, in this movie specifically, there's, it. I believe it is very tightly scripted, that'd be my guess, mm-hmm. because there's so many gags that are visual gags that yeah. are, like, that they mm-hmm. had to be prepared for. Um, and, and you can tell improvised comedy like maybe an improvised scene and like an improvised line a reaction to that that's all good but whole scenes being improvised you can tell and i and i would point to paul feig i'm looking at you you know those scenes where they feel like Shots they're dragging yeah you know and oh like where they just give kate mckinnon full range in ghostbusters 
No, that's not the problem with the movie. No, Kate uh, McKinnon, you let her go. You just wind her up and let her go. Um, I'm talking about or as like much Melissa as... like Melissa McCarthy? Yes, like the wonton soup thing. It's like, we get it. There's one wonton in the soup, and it's called wonton soup, and you're upset. But this is, this is, a, this is a throwaway joke. This yeah. is not a whole scene. And they keep going back to it. Mm-hmm. Or even as much as I love Chris Hemsworth, and as much as I think that he his, his ultimate uh, best possible uh destiny is to be in comedy yeah um his mike hat you know well that's it's my dog mike hat you know like that's it's not that funny and it's a whole scene of him being like a moron and it's yeah. just like you it yeah. stops the movie dead yeah. and mm-hmm. this movie doesn't have that i don't think much of the film was unscripted yeah i can see that that's my guess i mean it's like somebody might have come up with a with a thing on yeah, the day like a line or two but yeah I, I think this movie was really tightly scripted i think so too because yeah. the direction is just again yeah. fucking spot on and it yeah. just it helps it it's like i don't know it, it partners with the comedy so well like mm-hmm. yeah. it allows yeah. it it allows it to shine really yeah. and i think that's kind of ultimately what makes this movie a fucking masterpiece and a timeless one even though it's so day it's got its references yeah. it's got its link but it's still so fucking funny you know and it's and it's also kind of like a feel good movie because they're they're these like local celebrities and mm-hmm. they and everybody really likes them like yeah. oh yeah i officer, love those parts like where everyone was like way yeah. yeah you know and like everybody's everybody likes them and and they're friends with everybody yeah. and it, it just and it feels like a lived in world with mm-hmm. real people around them yeah. you know mm-hmm. um, um, and, uh, it's just, and it, it's, you know, it's just, and it doesn't fall into any, any tropes of, of, you know, the, the, this is the cop that always hassles us. It's, yeah. it's like, you know, even do the, like the, I definitely smell a, a pork, pork product, product of, of some type. type. <laughs> and he's like, I used to say yeah. that to I cops when I was cops. your age, you know? I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's this... so good. And it's just the fact that they has, and the fact that it has multiple endings and they're just yeah. like, yeah. Eh, you know, yeah, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. Like, uh, cause this movie does end and it just ends. It's yeah. just like, well, it's a fun movie. And it's like it's a, a super party. happy ending. And it's yeah. the super happy ending. Yeah. And it's fucking great. Did you guys get the Laverne and Shirley joke? Yeah. The, okay, good. The, I mean, the bit where I don't think I got it. Plant. What? They're like, Shamil, Shamazel, Boston Pepper Incorporated. And then no. they go, that, that whole scene is mm-hmm. like shot for shot, the opening to the sitcom Laverne and Shirley. Oh, uh, okay. It's like 100, like, because. Well, I was like trying to, I was like, why does this feel like it should be from a sitcom, but I'm yeah. just not getting it. Yeah, because it takes yeah. place in Milwaukee. They, they yeah, and they like it. open up the, the doors in the apartment. Yeah, and, and it's, it's Penny Marshall. That was like, mm-hmm. that wasn't, that was her big show. It wasn't her big break because she started out on Happy Days. Laverne and Shirley yeah. was a spinoff of Happy Days. But that was like her big show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's where she came from. Yeah. And you um, was an opening to an old sitcom. Yeah. And yeah. if you yeah. notice, one, but... like the jumpsuit that Garth is wearing even has the L. Yeah. Because yeah. Laverne always had an L like stitched onto her clothes. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, so I was just wondering, because I was watching this and thinking like there's all these like old people references. And I was like, I wonder if Johnny and Amy got most of these are yeah. not. Yeah, I never watched Laverne and Shirley. I, mean, I didn't watch it either, but I knew that that's where... That, did, did, does When they put the glove on yeah, the thing, is that, that, is that, that part of it too? Thing too? And they like that's, wave goodbye to it and everything. And, and Laverne and Shirley is where Lenny and Squiggy showed up and uh, of the two of them, you would recognize Michael McKeon. He was one of those Ooh. two and that's where he started. No way. Yeah, yeah and they were like two, the two guys that they... That liked them, that they didn't like, that were always hanging out. Speaking of Mike McKean, I just he, I was watching Good Omens. He's in Good Omens. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, I haven't gotten that far. He's Shad 
Shadwell. Shad- oh, he's Shadwell? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. All these other people in that show have fucking weird ass names that I can't fucking pronounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're all fucking super British. Yeah, there, there's a lot of heavy British names in there. Oh, yeah. But anyways. Does it hold up? I mean, not necessarily that we need to ask that, but it does. Yes, yeah. yes, it does. Excellent. It is Fucking party time. Excellent, excellent. party time. <laughs> excellent. God, I used to have the. Wee, wee, wee. Oh, to... speaking of doing that. Oh, remember yeah. that they're about to play it in like the, the, the like the professional song like pipes oh, yeah, and they're yeah. like, they're uh, like uh, and it's oh. like party on I Garth. Just, I, I guess. Love the, I love the fact that Garth has his drumsticks, but he's playing the guitar. With yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. God. Uh, okay. Well. I guess that is Wayne's World Party Time. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, Amy. A sphincter says what? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? But thank you guys so much for listening to Wayne's World. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or whatever Apple podcast it is now. Because we don't ask that of you guys ever, but you should. It you helps should other people it. find us. Yay. But is you that can how also- it works? Yes, yes, that's actually how it works, at least on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Hmm. It is. Um, but you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Nostalgitis, N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-T-I-S, or email us at NostalgiaEffectPod at gmail.com. Yeah. Tell us stuff. Let me and, know and how you stuff, feel. Your deepest, darkest secrets. How we, you feel, we people. We will not read them on air. Yes. <laughs> sure Because we are, we are on air. Yeah. We're honest people. All right. But thank you guys so much for listening again. And don't forget to be kind and rewind. Guys, let's do the super duper happy ending. Wee! <laughs>